I think this is a super duper important question because, well, in one camp, when you're chasing absolute PRs and strength numbers, you could potentially hurt yourself when it's not needed. But number two, on the other end, if you're so focused on strength over, say, um, higher rep ranges or mid rep ranges, you're missing out on muscular development where it would be possible if you pursued those rep ranges, right? And so I think it's also just an interesting question because, I mean, what really does build muscle? Is it low reps, high reps? You hear people talk about it all the time, and they're always debating it, right? So I think that I can lend my, throw my hat in the ring, as they say, and and offer my perspective on, on this as the head coach at Haven and also having been a coach for several years and having, having helped out, what, like over 400 plus people uh, change their bodies and lives. So check it out. I mean, the very first thing is, 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 well, let's understand this. Studies have shown that all rep ranges build muscle. But here's the, the, the caveat, right? The, the requirement. So long as there is frequent stimulating reps. What does that mean? That means that whether you're doing sets of three, sets of five, sets of eight to 12, 15 to 20, even don't go beyond 20 because then that's that's not going to build any muscle but anywhere between one to two sets of those as long as you're one two or three reps away from failure when you finish your set then you're gonna go ahead and stimulate enough muscle recruitment to then stimulate enough muscle development if you take a look at all different sorts of social media personalities athletes and bodybuilders you're gonna see that that Everybody's got a different opinion, right? Everybody's got a different training style. Some gymnasts are are big fans of going super heavy. Powerlifters, they're fans of going heavy. You got some bodybuilders who like to do six sets of 16 like Kai Green. You got guys like, let's say, uh, Brandon Carter or Gregor Gallagher who Brandon respectively says that he doesn't go heavy at all and he steers away from the barbell movements and he mainly just does say um, higher rep ranges and it works for him and he's got a very solid physique. Then you go over to Greg and this guy is a big champion of going super duper heavy, even on lateral raises, telling people to lateral raise 30, 40, 50 pound dumbbells if I'm not mistaken. And that's his training style, but he also has built a very impressive physique. And so If we were to take a look at things anecdotally on a case study basis and examine what's the pattern underneath all these different athletes and ask ourselves the questions, okay, so if you got a million people going very heavy and they're building great physiques and a million people going very light, but still not, not light, going high rep ranges, but still heavy, then, and they're building muscle then what is the common theme here? The common theme here is on enough tension and volume. If you're going to do a 15 to 20 rep set, you best believe that you've got to be close to failure once you hit 20. You best believe if you're doing 16 reps, you can eke out another rep because that means that you're building enough tension in the muscle where it's going to be forced to grow. But let's say you did um, your one rep max is 225 on the squat, two plates on each side. And you do a set of 16 of a barbell squat of what, say, just a bar, 45 pounds. That's not enough tension. You're not going to build enough muscle like that. Your muscles need to be strained. They need to be challenged. And so the point is here is that whether you're doing three reps or you're doing 18 reps, you have to make sure that you're loading enough weight where it is a challenge and you're a rep or two or three um, reps from hitting failure. Now, you might want to ask yourself, does that mean that I always want to go to failure? Because then 
as long as I'm closer to failure, that means I'm going to build the most muscle. Not quite because it's very taxing on the body. And you got to remember that as you're that the body needs to recover. And if you're going to, to, to failure at for every single set, you're not going to be able to recover you're, and you're not going to be, be able to make the kind of progress that you want to make. So you want to steer clear away from. Now, as a beginner, I would even argue, and when I say beginner, I mean you've got less than six months, less than a year of dedicated uh, tr- training underneath, say, a coach. Or even if you don't have a coach, just dedicated training where you're week in, week out, you're making progress, you've, you've shed some weight, you've built some muscle, and you've got a physique. And you can look at yourself and say, oh, I, I, I look like I hit the gym. Like I, I've got some, I, I can perform. I have something underneath my belt, some sort of experience. Given that rough that rough measure of what it means to be a beginner um, or going into an intermediate, so long as you have six to twelve months less of experience, I think you got to focus on form. Focus on form first, strength second. Don't be worried about adding too much weight to the bar. You're gonna be making that progress anyway. Literally, not just week to week or month to month, but workout to workout because you have something that's called newbie gains. Your body is so receptive and responsive to this new training stimuli that you're going to be making strength gains fairly, fairly easily. It isn't until you may be more of an intermediate where you have a year plus of experience that that's when you need to sort of periodize your your workouts more and think about, say, um, eight-week intervals or four-week intervals or 12-week intervals. And then as an advanced, you're thinking like months ahead in advance, right? But yes, as a beginner, don't focus so much on strength. Just focus on, hey, do I know how to bench? Do I know how to squat? And stack up weight slowly over time. Well, not slowly, but patiently and wisely. And moving on forward, uh, there's people who, okay, so we can agree, everybody agrees nowadays that whether it's high reps or it's low reps, it's going to build muscle so long as there's some tension, correct? Well, there are some people that argue, even if that is the case, that there is more results to be found in either extreme. Right. So, for example, you have powerlifters who are saying, oh, because of the amount of muscle recruitment necessary to generate enough force to move a 315 pound barbell off of my chest for two reps, I'm going to build the most muscle in my pecs. And then you got guys who are saying like, oh, if you do six sets of 16s, you fill up the muscles with so much fluid that it pushes out the, the walls of the cell. Um, by virtue of the intracellular uh, cytoplasm, that it forces the cell to grow in size or thereby growing your muscle size. Now, they're both right. Both camps are correct. But if we're to give a term to each one, the lower rep ranges, those are referring to myofibular hypertrophy or an increase in the actual number of muscle cells rather than the size of muscle cells. Sarcoplasmic hypertrophy has to do with higher rep ranges filling up the fluid in the muscle, giving you the pump. Basically, that famous pump that Arnold Schwarzenegger always talked about. That's, that's what doesn't increase the size of the, the number of cells, but rather the size of muscle cells through the fluid that is pumped into them. Now, both of them are, are a form of hypertrophy. What does that mean? Both of them are a form of muscle growth. Now, you might say that I'll give you I'll give you what bodybuilders tend to say is a sweet spot, and I'll give you what I what what my personal preference is and what my stance on this is. But bodybuilders tend to say that the sweet spot is between eight to twelve, and I think that's fair. I think that's roughly fair because you're not too far in one direction, not too far in the other. And I think eight to twelve is, is a nice is a nice place from which you can really master form and from which you can say you can still make strength gains without hurting yourself, right? Now 
And you can also make strength gains too, while whereas in the case of you just going very high reps, you wouldn't be making as much strength gains if that's important to you. Now, me personally, I tend to stick to lower rep ranges and eight to 12 with a little bit of higher mixing there because I think to get the most muscle development, you should explore all rep ranges while you're creating functional muscle. But that's me though, right? So although I think that everybody should be training in all different sorts of rep ranges, it does depend on your goal. For example, assuming that you just want to get bigger, you just want to get bigger, right? You just want to build more muscle. You just want to burn some fat. Then, you know, you can do basically the, the, the gym is your oyster, right? You can do anything from cross training to powerlifting, bodybuilding type training, like anything on the planet. And you're going to get bigger. You're going to get stronger. You're going to go ahead and uh, what is it? Uh, you, you're going to lose the weight, right? But I believe me personally that stronger reps equal a stronger man. I'm looking to eventually to get into more combat sports, Olympic weightlifting, that kind of conditioning. Um, I want to be able to have functional muscle where I can actually use it, whether, you know, I go back to boxing or I go back to MMA or let's say if I needed to save a life, if I needed to pick up some furniture, I want to be able to actually have functional muscle. And I like the feeling of, say, being brutally strong. And I like the fact that it's fun for me when since I'm very goal oriented where if I have my numbers written down and I see what was my last PR for my last workout, what was my reps and my sets for my last workout, it makes training more exciting for me. Whereas before, if I was just kind of like going into to the workout and I knew like, all right, so, you know, today's my leg day, I'm gonna do eight to 12, you know, kind of pull out these different exercises, uh, you know, out of my ass. I was still making progress. I still built a, built a, a, a very decent physique, but it wasn't as fun. And it wasn't as exciting. Now that I'm chasing those PRs and I have these numbers that I want to measure myself against, it makes training that much more fun to me. But once again, that's because I believe stronger reps make a stronger man. That is me personally, though. Does that mean that you need to do that? No, that might not be you. You might want to experiment more with CrossFit, powerlifting, Olympic, cross-training, marathons, um, sports, uh, like let's say football, soccer. And so that really all modifies your, your 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 training program, right? For example, if you're a marathon runner, you probably don't want to be doing way too many uh, strength sets. You want to be doing more like higher rep ranges. Why? Because you want to build endurance. So that's 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 what you need to focus on, right? It doesn't make sense for you to train one way in the gym and train another way in the um, in the uh, in. The, it doesn't make sense to train in a way that's going to create opposite results for the for the performance you want to have outside the gym, right? But either way, the point here is that to wrap this all up is that do you need to get strong to build muscle? Not necessarily. You don't you don't necessarily need to hyper focus on strength numbers and PRs so you can get size, because at the end of the day, all rep ranges work. Different camps argue for one extreme over the other. I believe that a well-developed physique should go ahead and incorporate everything from strength to bodybuilding to endurance type training reps. Um, I believe that. Also, that as long as you respect the principle of frequent and stimulating enough reps where whether you're doing 15 or three, it's heavy enough where you're breaking a sweat and you're viciously close to failure, then you're good. You're going to make progress. And at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, what is going to keep me going to the gym? What's going to make training exciting and fun and makes me going to get results because I'm actually consistent with it because I stick with it and also ask yourself, what is my goal besides just losing weight and building muscle? Do I want to get stronger? Do I want to prepare for a CrossFit um, Open? Do I want to prepare for uh, football? Do I, 
do I say want to prepare for that ultra marathon? It all depends on that. So once again, be sure to respect the principle of training up and down the rep ranges while having enough tension on the muscles, but also understand that it it's based off of your preferences, man. Everybody's got a different training style. Everybody's got different schedules and everybody's got different goals. So with that, um, I, I hope that's helpful. And as always, if you're looking for more help on how to actually say be coached and how to actually, you know, lose weight, build muscle on how to lose your next 15 to 20 pounds within the next six weeks while you're building muscle and toning up the rest of your body and changing your body and your life under the guidance of an awesome uh, set of professional coaches here at Haven Gym, then just send me a text. My number is 908-230-6281. That's 908-230-6281. God bless. And as I always say, power to you. Bye-bye.